Hi everyone, welcome to the Categorically Romance Podcast. My name is Sarah. And I'm Bree. And happy Wednesday, folks. Happy Wednesday, everybody. <laughs> Cheers to hump day. <laughs> Cheers, to, though we are recording this on Sunday, but yeah. happy future us, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have some exciting stuff, right? We're here to talk about what we've been reading recently. It's been a couple of weeks since yep. we talked books. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we've been reading, but there's some fun stuff, and we have a yes. little bit of a mystery on our hands. Yep. So let's let's roll right into it. So, first and foremost, we wanted to shout out a really fun event that is going to be taking place on May 21st. That's a Friday from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. BST. I live in the states, so I have no idea what that British, is. Is it British Standard Time? That's what I'm thinking it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please mm-hmm. correct us, okay? We're yeah. on the other side <laughs> of, the, of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> but again, yeah, so Friday, 21 May, there's going to be a Pitch Your LGBTQI Plus Romance to Mills and Boone. And this event is taking, this is being hosted by Mills and Boone and the Romance Novelists Association. So, I mean, the winner of this, the, f- the first prize for this competition is a publishing contract with Mills and Boone, yeah. which is an imprint of HarperCollins UK. Winner means the winner of the competition. There will be five shortlisted entrants who will each receive a written critique of their submission from a Mills and Boone editor. And one thing that we've learned just from chatting with authors, if you mm-hmm. get critique back, feedback mm-hmm. back, that yeah. is a good thing. So Absolutely. definitely keep an eye out for that. Again, it is happening Friday, 21 May. And I'm excited. I mean, there you can submit via Twitter and Facebook. That's what mm-hmm. I found so far from digging. I don't know if there's anywhere else that you can put it, but um, I'm going to be keeping an eye out for that hashtag to see like what's floating around. I'm Seriously. really excited. So, oh yeah, whether it's you or someone you know, get your mm-hmm. pitches ready. Um, what I saw was um, each pitch should be 500 characters max. One Facebook post or two tweets. So I can't wait to see what comes out from this. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Shout out to Mills and Boone and the Romance Novelist Association for that. That is going to be incredible. So there's that. So (laughs) we both put in some, some big orders recently. Mm -hmm. So last Friday, there was the, what was it? Buy three, get three free. Yes. What what sale did I order from? I think that was no, you got three or you got the one two? before. Yeah. So it was buy two, get two free. And yeah. I definitely ordered more than four. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> we got to talking about rewards points. Yep. And I am so not understanding that I might have some rewards points somewhere. <laughs> so can you break it break it down for us? How do you yes. know if you have rewards points? Where are they? Like, what's the deal? Okay. So, uh, they are only through the Harlequin website. Um, if you are a, you have to join the Harlequin website, of course, and that's where you order books and things, but I mean, it's free to join. You can just join. So there is a section along the top that says rewards. And once you've logged in and you're signed in and all that good stuff, you click there and it will tell you right at the top how many rewards points you have. Now, I believe it's a hundred points per dollar spent. Okay. Okay. So automatically you get them when you order from harlequin.com. Like you said, you place that order with Harlequin. I place orders with Harlequin (laughs) often (laughs) and it's ebook and print book. Just so you're aware, it's not just one or the other. It's ebook and print book. Um, so then with the points, you can get free books. That's the great thing. And that's why I always actively encourage people go right to the source to support Harlequin, in my opinion, because A, they have some amazing sales. Do do they not? Like they have some great sales. I know a lot of people, and I'm not down downsizing um, the, uh, the subscription boxes because I think those are great. You know, you get the one month, like of all the desires or all the specialties. That's fabulous. But in all honesty, the way my brain works, I can get that them cheaper if I wait till the sale hits, but that's just me. Anyway, support how you want to support. So for 2000 points, you get a free ebook or 5,000 points, you get a free print book, but the print book, you don't even pay shipping on. Wow. Which is pretty awesome. So 
Yeah, so I mean, if you break it down, you think about like, well, I got to spend like 500 or not like $50 to get a free book. But if you get sales and stuff like that, those points really start to add up. Also, if you order your books on Amazon, Big Bad Amazon, but let's say you order your books on Amazon. If you, when you get the email that says, you know, you bought this book and if you get a Kindle edition, it does say, look at those emails. Cause I didn't start looking at those emails until I got the rewards points, but it'll tell you the name of the book. And then right underneath it, it'll say like whoever the publisher is forward that email to, there's a specific email address. And within 24 hours, you will get a reply email back saying you've got 500 points. Stop. Are yeah. you serious? I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes will... you have to order from Amazon, right? Because yep. Harlequin doesn't have the book on there anymore. For, if you want Correct. it physically. If you, yes. Sometimes yes. you have to. But then yep. that's a cool way to still get points. Exactly. <laughs> we exactly. Love cheap books, especially I know. Free. <laughs> and here's the killer. So every month, if you guys, or occasionally you'll see the Kindle Daily Deals, where it'll be a certain Harlequin book that will maybe, and this isn't just category. This is anything published by Harlequin. Um, so look to see who the publisher is when you're ordering books from, from Amazon. However, if the book is on sale for like $1.99, but it normally retails for $4.99, you will get the points for the book being $4.99. Wow. Yeah. That's yep. why you're the OG. Okay. <laughs> I, I will be, I'll tell you guys, I currently have enough points because I haven't been spending them to get like 30 free eBooks. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. What are you saving them for? I don't know. <laughs> they they do cap the amount that you can actually redeem a day. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, are you waiting for like the holidays so you can just like buy a bunch of holiday romances or what? I don't know. I just haven't been thinking about it. But what I've been doing, because I re-downloaded, I didn't know if you want to talk about this today or not, but I got the my old Kindle Fire out of storage and dusted her off. And I've been reusing the... <laughs> Welcome back. Hey, I, I've been loving my, my Kindle Oasis and my, um, my uh, Kobo. Anyway, because of the Gloss app, which is what Harlequin uses to read eBooks, which is my only thing I'm not happy with, to be honest, because I love reading off an e-ink display. That's just me, yeah. right? Everybody's different. So it's a good little app though. Like it's a free download app. And, you know, I'm like, these points, I should just use them to get eBooks. And I was reading a, a book this week that I'm going to talk about at the end. And I don't know about you, but am I now this technologically advanced that I'm trying to read a physical book going, well, this is taking a while. <laughs> Where's my eBook? <laughs> it is not just you. <laughs> Flipping up the pages takes me time. But I think it's also a thing like I like to lay in bed at night and read and I don't like to have the light on. I like to have just yeah. be able to, so I can just put the book down and go to sleep. So actually what I did was I used some of my points this week and I got the e-copy from Harlequin for free yeah. and I'm reading it that way. So that's a good way to look at it too. You know, you're kind of doubly supporting and stuff like that. So, and they Absolutely. have bonus point times. <laughs> like if you go and look at that, that where you click, like where I said to go check uh, the rewards section. Every month they change up the book. So there'll always be new releases. So like this month, for example, I think it's, there's a desire novel. And they're like, if you buy this desire novel, you get not only the points, the normal points, but you get 500 bonus points. And I know the new Naima Simone, The Road to Rose Bend. Is that it? Mm -hmm. You get 500 bonus points if you order that one as well. So wow. yeah, so keep, if, if you guys want free stuff and who doesn't like getting something for free? I know. Utilize I the service. I don't <laughs> think they talk about it enough. And we want to put it out there for you guys. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? I'm really interested in seeing how many I've acquired so far. Oh. I mean, I know it's not a lot, but I'm on my way. I feel like <laughs> I'm on my way to a free book. <laughs> and it's, there's just something about getting a free, especially a physical book. It's like, whoa, you know, yeah. and it comes in the mail and all that good stuff. <laughs> And I totally support being a tag teamer. I mean, I very rarely not like read a book physically and have the ebook because yeah. like you said, you want to, you want to lay in bed at night. You don't want to have all the lights on and stuff. Mm -hmm. And there's just something really cozy and chill about laying in the bed with your e-reader and like still being able to read your current read, you know, it's exactly, I have too many books. I'm trying, I'm trying to, not that I don't want to savor 
Yes. But I want to get through it and get on to the next one, you know? That's right. That's too right. Many books and so little time for a girl. And they keep bringing so many out every month. And it's like, it's what do you so do? Come out. <laughs> <laughs> so before, okay, before we move on, I do want one thing that I didn't touch on with the pitch. It is only available oh. for UK and Ireland writers, you guys. So if you're UK and Ireland and you have your pitch, be ready 21 May. I forgot to touch on that. So. I meant to ask you that. Is it UK only? So, okay. Good it's to know. UK and Ireland. We have to go over there, Sarah. We were okay? saying that the other we, day. We're like, first we after go to the pandemic shops. trip. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go to the bookshops, okay? Waterstones. Like... That's, that's the name of their big Barnes and Noble type places. Waterstones. Waterstones? Yeah, doesn't it sound we great? We have to go. It sounds right? wonderful. It's like a dream. Who at Mills and Boone wants to put us up for a week or so? <laughs> I just saw, what is romance called over there? I just saw it and I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize romance was called something else. Oh, really? There. I didn't know that. I think so. What is true love? Is that it? Oh, the romance line. Yes, I believe you're correct. Yes. That yes. The so pink, the pink spine. I know, yes. right? <laughs> I just want to go and buy them all. I know. <laughs> We'd like be in there twirling in the bookshop. <laughs> and the way my brain works, it's it's cheaper if I buy them there, even though it costs me to fly over. <laughs> We're going to have to bring one empty yeah. suitcase a piece just for our books that we bring back. Okay. <laughs> but honey, like... I had to buy all of these. Yeah, like, why are you taking an empty suitcase? Because there's going to be books in it when I come back. Okay, they're going to be call, like, telling the guy at the airport, idiots? and we're like, we're like twirling in the middle of the bookshop, <laughs> singing like Cinderella songs because we've arrived. I'll be waving my Canadian flag, going, "It's okay, I'm one of you people." <laughs> And I'm going to be like, I'm just a fan. I'm just a fan. Yeah. <laughs> so when do we get to meet the queen? Yeah. Isn't that a thing? <laughs> yeah. Can I slide her a dare novel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless her heart. That would just make my day if we found out that the queen was a romance reader. Right? Would it not? Because I'm already obsessed with her. Like, I love looking. She was, I mean, she's a lovely lady now, but like of her course. pictures of her in like back in the day. I know. I mean, the queen was gorgeous. Okay. I hope she's a romance reader. And she's Who got... buys romances for the queen? Right? It's Kate, isn't it? Kate sneaks them in. Um, <laughs> but she has the most amazing sense of humor. When, she, when London hosted the Olympics, and she did that spot with um, the guy who played James Bond. Oh my God, have you seen that? It's hilarious. I haven't seen it. I gotta find okay, it. Okay, <laughs> YouTube it when we're done. You've got to see it. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, see, she looks like she has the best sense of humor. She right? Just... I yeah, just I'm picture a... her reading like a historical romance with like, uh, you know, a, a royalty. Point. Well, this is rubbish. Yes. <laughs> Tossing it over her shoulder. <laughs> Somebody get me a dare novel. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Something with some steam. <laughs> William the smut. <laughs> oh gosh. And this I'm is why we're never gonna get to England because they're gonna have I our pictures know, up they're and they're gonna, gonna be like, like, don't let them in. They're not gonna let us in the country. <laughs> <laughs> the queen's gonna go on vacation, okay? That's right, yeah. Yeah. She'll she'll come they to They can Texas come, or but something. I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. So one of the things we were talking about recently was, you know, when you think of Harlequin or Mills and Boone, most people think of presents or mm -hmm. modern, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But what about romance slash yeah. true love or whatever it's called? It's the How longest running line, but it's not as iconic as presents. That's so weird because you're so right. It's not. Anyone you, who's read romance, like anyone out there, shout it out. Like, come to our Facebook group. Come to the Instagram and tell us. Like, when you think of Harlequin, is it Presents that first comes to mind? That iconic yeah. circle cover. You know? We're going to have to do some digging. Because when did Presents yeah. start versus when did Romance start? Did they oh, start Romance the started time? in 49. Well, it didn't start as Romance in 49. <clears throat> 
it was originally just, it was, it became that, it originally started being written as Westerns. Like if you go back to the first world, like the first books in that line, and then remember when we were doing that research and that guy's, the guy who ran it, his wife is like, well, I'm going to publish romance now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you are. <laughs> and we were all happy after that. But, <laughs> but most people's first, I know for me, like, yes, I talk about the fact that my first Harlequin that I purchased and read myself was a duets novel. However, my aunt, I can remember being 10 or 11 or 12 at the cottage um, up north, and my aunt would bring up the Presents novels. I can still see them. That white cover with the circle picture. It's its iconic. That's what she read. Yeah. Your aunt was a librarian, right? Was your aunt the librarian? She was. She, okay. Well, she was not a librarian. She was the head of payroll for the okay. Toronto Public Library. Yeah. Yeah. So she was the one that would go downstairs like, I need the books. That's right. <laughs> Bag she would them go up. down with a bag. <laughs> and she'd be like, and it was for her and my grandmother. And God bless my grandmother used to read like the intrigues. She loved those. And I would say, can I rip? She's like, she'd say, no, this is not for you. <laughs> really, grandma? <laughs> really? Right. Little <laughs> did she know. Right. So May of 1973 was the first presents novel. Wow. Yep. Gates of so Steel by Anne Hampstead. That's a while after romance started. That is. I wonder. I think maybe it is the fantasy aspect to it. I and think like, so too. You know, the the like romance and intrigue and because I mean, now that we've chatted with, you know, a couple of authors, we know that that's what they loved about it when they first discovered it. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, I I love romance, but I'm wondering I got to read some of the old school rom romances slash yeah. true loves. Yeah. <laughs> see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, I, Hey, I like them, you know, like to get your hands on a first 1949 is all it says, but the genre that it lists is a historical romance for the very first Harlequin romance. What's billed as the first Harlequin oh, wow. romance. And then it goes to general fiction. Let me just see. Sorry. As we're chatting away here. I mean, it goes everything like there's suspense. I don't think it becomes romance proper for a good while. Um, okay. Yeah. So I'll have to do some more digging. And next time we chat, we'll talk about that. But they weren't like the romance it, like, went like we some knew. Changes. It did yeah. go through some because it started out, the publisher started out not as a romance publisher. Wow. Which is interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. So, yeah. We'll do some more research and we'll talk about it. Well, speaking of Western, let's get in our great <laughs> the great Harlequin, Harlequin Western, Western mystery. <laughs> okay, so let's set the scene. Okay, okay, it's Saturday night. I'm in the bed at eight forty-five, like the old lady that I am. I set my forest app. I'm gonna read for forty-five minutes. I mm -hmm. pick up. Oh my gosh, coming home to Texas because that's yes. my current read. Mm -hmm. I read for 45 minutes. I close the book and I look at the cover because I'm like, I'm really loving this. And I want to make sure that the hero on the cover is what I'm imagining in my yes. head. And then yes. I'm like, pause a minute. This says Harlequin Western. I thought it was a Harlequin heartwarming. So then I do as I do. I got on Voxer and I messaged Sarah. <laughs> and I'm like, I send the picture. What is this? <laughs> And here we are a day later, totally stumped. You mm -hmm. know that I noticed today on the spine, it doesn't have a date. Like, you know, the date, it doesn't yeah, yeah, have yeah. a number. None okay. of that. Okay. What is it? So a little bit more background here. I ordered this book from Amazon because I wanted it, but I, I went to the Harlequin website and it wasn't available in physical mm -hmm. copy. So I ordered it from Amazon and I saw on Amazon, it was going to come with that Walmart exclusive, like watermark. You can't take it off like logo. Mm -hmm. It's so mm -hmm. weird. So I'm like, whatever. So, I mean, I didn't even buy it from Walmart. So is, is it a Walmart thing, but I got it from Amazon. So then I'm looking at other books that I've hauled since then I've hauled two more from Walmart. Mm -hmm. 
one is in the same boat and one isn't. It says Harlequin heartwarming. Mm -hmm. So we're stumped. What are your theories? My only Was I theory... scammed? <laughs> yes. yes. You got to knock off Harlequin. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, am I like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory? Like, is this, did I win secretly like $5,000 for getting the knockoff cover? <laughs> Some guy in the back is putting new stickers on. Um, right. So my theory is because here in Canada, you cannot buy the uh, heartwarming books. And I believe the heartwarmings are only available in North America. Any UK or Irish or whoever listeners, please correct me if I'm wrong. But I believe that they're like North American only. So you cannot buy those in Walmart. The only place that I can pick them up, I can order them off of Big Bad Amazon or I can order them from the Harlequin website. Now, what I think is that Walmart in the US was like, hey, Harlequin, we're selling your stuff here. People really seem to like these. Can we sell them here but make them exclusives? So I think that's what they've done. And they've changed it to Harlequin Western because I am so interested to find out if any, because both the ones that have the Harlequin Western are both clearly Western cowboy romances. Am I correct? Yeah. So I think there's also some that come out for the heartwarming line that are like set in Alaska or like the one that I just read, um, the Bad Boys Redemption was not a cowboy. So would you have found that one at Walmart under the Western line? I wonder if they're just know. republishing just the Western cowboy themed ones. Does that make sense? Yeah. But still, the fact that you bought it off of Amazon is still bugging me what about the whole me? thing. Because I got her Wyoming hero. Mm -hmm. And that's the one that is like a straight up heartwarming. And I got it from Walmart. So, and yep. it doesn't have that stupid sticker yep. thing on it that I can't take off. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'm not a snob, but it just really bothers me. Cause I'm like, it's weird. Cause I bought it from Amazon. Why is this on here? You guys also have on your Harlequin books in the States at the top. There's that price thing. And is it Walmart or is it another big box store in the States? That it's got like you've got the cover, then there's like, like this price thing at the top that you can't take off. Oh gosh, some Is of it the Kmart? used books. Uh, I don't know. You know, I don't think Kmart's out there. I don't think they're a thing anymore. <laughs> there's one in Buffalo, New York, because Garrett and I went one time. But I just I because <laughs> he was looking for Star Wars toys. I miss them for their layaway. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of the old, like when I get from thrift books, they'll come with the really hard to get off walmart sticker that they used to put on like nocturnes and stuff okay and they are okay uh, they are hard to get off like okay but i'll be they're used books so they've been there for a long time but not anymore yeah. they don't they don't put them on the cover anymore thank goodness. yeah no we we don't have that up here that's why i was asking if there's a, a cover thing i'll have to look into that because i know i've seen them so if anyone out there is listening and can mm -hmm. educate us on shine some light on this what the hell is harlequin western <laughs> We want to know. Hey there, friends. This is Editing Bree just popping in to let you know that the great Harlequin Western mystery has been solved. Shout out to Kathleen Scheibling, an executive editor over at Harlequin. She reached out and educated us on what is going on. So Harlequin is going to be branding some of their Western themed books from the Heartwarming series as Western. And these books will be sold exclusively at Walmart. They will only be available in print retail, not online. So shout out to Miss Kathleen for reaching out and educating us on that. If you are a fan of the heartwarming series, definitely keep your eye out for them when you are visiting your local Walmart. And with that, on with the show. I was seriously like, is this a new series? And I mean, I posted it on Twitter and one friend, Mary, she was like, are they getting rid of the heartwarming line? And I was like, that's what I thought too. Not. They wouldn't. Would they? Because the American rom like I was telling you last night, back in the day, they had the American romance line that I loved. And then the last three years it was around, it changed to the Western romance line. And then it was gone. And I'm like, like the great Buffalo, it just was <laughs> gone. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> and I love I don't it. think it'll ever not be too soon to bring up the great Buffalo. Okay. I know. <laughs> it's just it's cowboys are clearly a thing yeah. you know like i wonder if this is a subtle way of you know are they testing the market yeah 
Will these sell? Because if so, I will buy them. (laughs) And the one that I'm reading, it's not even really like a cowboy thing. It's Mm -hmm. just girl comes home to a small town in Texas and it's a second Mm -hmm. chance romance. There's really nothing mentioned about cowboys. And I mean, I feel like Texas is Southwest, but like it doesn't, I mean, I live here. It doesn't feel Western, but I also live in San Antonio, which I feel like is closer to Mexico than anything so I don't know you know I don't really know what part of the states I feel like I belong in so it'll be it's interesting if anybody out there knows please let us know because this collector the collector in me is like I want them I want them because they're like collector's editions yeah (laughs) you know like (laughs) well that's another thing that we were talking about this week because it's Mother's Day today when we're recording, and my insincere, you know, the hubs yeah. let me buy some books off of eBay, and I, I messaged awesome. you, and I was like, I just bought two boxes of books off of eBay, and I probably paid like, we'll say maybe sixty bucks for both mm-hmm. of them, and one of them was a box of Temptations, which I've never read, so I'm excited for that, and I paid ten dollars for that, mm-hmm. and that was eighteen books in that box. Mm-hmm. And then I bought another box of Kismets that I paid $29 for. And I'm like, do you not realize what you're like giving away? Like these books are out of print. They're not on ebook, but I will gladly take them, you know? Right. <laughs> but but just, collectibles I mean, is only collectibles to whoever wants them. Yeah. Like my husband's yeah. Star Wars collection could have cared less. I'll give you five bucks <laughs> for it. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. like, you know fry my books out of my cold dead hands kind of an idea yeah so but i just think a lot of people don't understand the collectible because they're not let's be real brief to us they're worth something because like exactly as you said you cannot necessarily get these on ebook now how else you ever going to read these yada 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 there's no monetary value to them though really really like it's not like it's like baseball cards right (laughs) yeah although i'm sure if you found like a first edition of something like a first edition Nora Roberts, an older one, it might be worth more than something else. But I mean, to us, it's the thrill of the find. I think that's yeah. what it is more than anything. Absolutely. You like know? we said in a previous episode, buy the freaking book. That's right. Okay. Life's too short. <laughs> buy the book. Buy Just buy the book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is one of your first recent reads? Because we've been doing some reading. I've been doing some reading, doing some reading. Should I save the one that we talked about for last? Yes, because <laughs> okay. I have thoughts. I okay. Have... <laughs> so, uh, speaking of the Harlequin Heartwarmings, earlier this week I finished reading Second Chance Cowboy by Claire McEwen, which is the fifth book in the Heroes of Shelter Creek series. It was a second chance romance. It was super, super cute. They were both veterinarians. They had they were high school sweethearts. Then he mysteriously left town, and then now he's back, and she doesn't know if she can trust him because he just left the first time it was really cute it was really cute i liked it a lot i have that one. Oh, you'll wait. like it i didn't know it was part and, of a series yeah it's the fifth and <laughs> it doesn't matter though i really don't think it matters at all okay it was really cute yeah it takes place and actually it's in california it's where oh. it takes place yeah like right near the ocean so i thought that was kind of a neat uh very western okay Right. Well, that's West- what I mean. Like Western near California, the ocean. Right. Yeah. Like Central California. I don't know. Somewhere. I don't know. California's big. It's yeah. somewhere in the middle. <laughs> it's below you. Okay. You're in. Canada. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Below me. <laughs> so my first one I read was uh, "Secret Billionaire on Her Doorstep" by Michelle Douglas, which I think I mentioned that I was reading in our like last mm-hmm. reading checkup episode, but mm-hmm. I ended up loving this book it was so good um Callie is the main character she lives in Sydney and she learns that her grandmother has passed away in New York and she has to fly to the states uh to basically like hear her grandmother's will and she finds out her grandmother left her like millions of dollars and an entire apartment building and that's when she meets Owen he was her grandmother's godson and he's like she doesn't deserve any of this because Mm -hmm. you know him being there he saw how many times her grandmother tried to reach out to her and never got a response and Mm -hmm. she's like i didn't even know she knew i existed so they just you know have these different like assumptions about each other that are wrong and then 
to her, it's just like, I want to piece together my family tree. I don't know mm-hmm. anything. And so he agrees to help her with that. It was sweet. I love a good project in a book. Yes. It forces them to be together. Yes. <laughs> it was so yes. Good. So, <laughs> yeah. Love that one. Secret Billionaire on Her Doorstep by Michelle, Michelle Douglas. She's a fast like a fabulous writer, you guys. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And what, what line was that from? That, that was the Harlequin Romance. Oh, yes, of course. Yes, our lovely Harlequin romances. <laughs> <laughs> What's your next one? And then I read a historical. I think you're planning on reading this as well this month. I won't talk too yeah. much on it because I think we're going to talk more about it. But it was uh, Marriage of Equals by uh, Elizabeth Rolls. And oh my God, it was good. I Again, I don't want to say too much because we're going to talk about it later. But what I loved about it so much wasn't just the diversity, which was great. The diversity and it was fantastic was the fact that it takes place just prior to the Regency period, but it didn't involve a single Duke or Viscount or Ball (laughs) or anything. (laughs) It was like the anti-Regency. And because the Regency period wasn't just those people, there were normal people in the Regency times too. You know, our main female lead, she ran her own coffee shop. And the gentleman was uh, a secretary to a very well-to-do gentleman. So they were like your yeah. average everyday people. And I loved it. I was here for it. But I'm really excited about you reading it. And I hope you're really going to like it. And also, you're a good sucker for an author, like a good author's note. And you were like, I love the author's note. I, I got to the end of the book and I'm like, all right, this is a four star for sure. And then I read the author's note. And I went, oh, 4.5. <laughs> <laughs> and that sounds so on brand because, you know, we've done so much like digging into what each series is looking for that yeah. you, knowing the historical line is like, Hey, this is cool. But like, we want something a little bit different. Exactly. <laughs> it exactly. So on brand for that. Yep. So for sure. For sure. Oh, I can't it wait to awesome. start it. it was that awesome. is one of the books that I'm patiently awaiting to arrive from my buy to get to sale. <laughs> my box is behind me. <laughs> my husband was up here the other day. He goes, do you know you have an unopened box of books upstairs? Like, no, I know. I'm, 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 you saw me get them in the middle. He goes, but they're unopened. This is what he was trying to, like, stress. You haven't opened them yet. I'm like, but I'm waiting for Brie. To get hers. I know. And then we're going to do will, an Instagram live. I will leave mine downstairs. Like, I'll get a box, like a book mail or whatever. And I'll just leave it downstairs. And Sincere's like, you're so disrespectful. Like, you don't even open these things anymore. And I'm like, there's a strategy, okay? Yeah. There's a method to of the, all the madness, okay? Mind your business. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> do I tell you how to run your life? <laughs> right. I'm going to open it. Okay. <laughs> okay. My next one was a Harlequin Nocturne, One okay. Night with the Valkyrie by Jane Godman. And this mm-hmm. follows Maya and Adam. And it's over in the Middle East somewhere. I'm blanking. But Maya's <laughs> like, a greek goddess okay Ooh. she like rolls in out of mythology on her mythological horse and her whole job is to like rescue like fallen soldiers and take them back to her dad like this big okay. greek god or whatever and that's when she meets adam and it's you know paranormal romance at its finest oh i, I love it loved it I because i mean it. she's a not she's not mortal but she falls mm-hmm. in love with this human guy and she spares mm-hmm. his life mm-hmm. and just her being attracted to him goes against all the laws of, you know, mythology stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was good. It was like Ooh. a little forbidden. It was some sexy. Oh, it I was like it. paranormal light. It was just like her being what she was, was kind of the paranormal aspect to it. So yeah, I liked it. I liked I'll it. have to look that one up because I might like that one quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I'll send you a, a screenshot of the cover. <laughs> What's you, your ma'am. next one? <laughs> um, I went back and read a Christmas book just because I was in the mood, and I read um a Christmas their their Christmas baby contract by Shannon Stacy, the always delightful Shannon Stacy, a Harlequin special edition novel. This is the second book in a series. I read the first one earlier this year, and it's exactly as it sounds. It was. She wanted to have a baby. They had known each other since they were like, you know, they went to a small town. They went to school together, grew up together, yada, yada, yada. A couple years earlier, they had a one night stand after getting drunk at the bar. 
and it didn't end well for either of them. Let me just put it that way. So she had no interest again because really it wasn't that great for her. <laughs> so, oh God. Yeah. Oh gosh. I have to read this. It was hilarious. And then she wants this baby and she's like, you know what? So she, they, they're good friends still. Like kind of have been avoiding each other. But so she asks him, she's like, hey, do you want to be my baby's daddy? And he's not even sure. Why not? So they decide to pretend to be a couple just to make it look good. Yeah. You know, but they're doing it the old fashioned way. So, and then they were just going to plan on breaking up and yada, yada, yada. But of course, one thing leads to another. What I loved about this one is that it was slow burn. It's not like she gets pregnant and oh my God, I love you. It like drew out like throughout the entire pregnancy. And even after the baby was born, it was really, really good. So I do love a good slow burn every now and then. That sounds like it was like a really funny setup, and I love. Oh that. yeah, <laughs> I mean, I love the fact that she added in that they'd had this one night before, and it didn't end well. I just thought that that was hilarious. <laughs> and throughout the whole because... book, like before they did it the second time, he's like, "Well, you know, I was drinking." <laughs> excuses, okay. Excuses, excuses. <laughs> Things you might not want to say before the second right? Yeah, exactly. Encounter exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So I read two special editions. Next, I read an officer and a fortune by Nina Crespo, which I don't want to say too much about because we had the opportunity to chat with Nina Crespo, and we will talk about it more then. But it was fabulous. Colin and Nicole. He's an army Mm -hmm. captain. She's mm-hmm. a chef. It was great. Mm-hmm. And then I read Before Summer Ends by Susan Mallory, which, oh. oh my gosh, this book is available on Audible Plus, whatever the package yep. is called. So if you're subscribed to that, you can literally listen to this book. So I listened mm-hmm. to it in the matter of like three hours. Um, Nissa and Desmond are the main characters. It is a sibling's best friend, which I really... Oh. Like, that is like my favorite trope. Okay. Yeah. I'm the oldest kid. So I think that it's like a fantasy of mine <laughs> that I would have had an older brother with a hot friend. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a twist. I mean, obviously like, you know, category romance authors know what they're doing. Like mm-hmm. everybody knew it wasn't like this. Oh, we can't be together because like oh, nobody knows. And like, you know, the whole family thing, like everybody knew they had always had a crush on each other. Yeah, it's yeah. just the brother kind of planted this bug in Desmond's ear. Like, his parent, like he's from a wealthy family, but mm-hmm. they kind of neglected him emotionally. So he was like mm-hmm. really taken in by their family mm-hmm. and his, her brother, Nissa's brother, which is kind of like, dude, you know, it'd be kind of screwed up, disrespectful to my parents if you started like yeah. dating my sister kind of thing. So that yeah, was yeah. really his thing. But like they went to prom together and Aww. shared a kiss, but like he was older than her. So, it, you know, it was like, I'm like getting my MBA and you're a senior in high school. Like. Gotcha. After this weekend, you know? Yeah, and yeah, so she's yeah. she's like, well, why did you never pursue it once I was actually an adult? So yeah. anyway, she's going, she's like saving money to go to like Italy or something. So she's like mm-hmm. renting out her place. Well, then the people show up a lot earlier and her brother's like, you should stay with Desmond. And I'm like, <laughs> she should because romance novels. Okay. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> That's what we have. And it was great. And it's a Susan Mallory special oh, edition. Oh, isn't she a delight? Oh, my gosh. Yes. I love We're reading her for our book club this month. What's uh, Susan Mallory? Yeah. Yes. Daughters of the Bride. Took me a minute, a minute to okay. remember. Yes. We're reading yeah. Daughters of the Bride by her. Yeah. I need to I need to get on that. I always wait till last minute. And I, I know. I'm hoping to read it by the end of the week, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> What's your next one? Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier. Okay. Oh, I reread okay. it. I reread it. It was you so good. You reread it. It's so good. So I read it is like your six... second, third, fourth. No, fifth I think it's only my what? second reread through because I read it about five, six years ago, and I just was. It came up for a challenge that I was doing online with the on Goodreads with a group on Goodreads, and I did, I'm like I've got it. I've been wanting to reread it. I talked about this somewhere else, and I've been mentioning it that I've come to realize that my mood reading is rereading. Yeah, I don't. We talked about it. We talked about um, yeah in our reading plans episode. Exactly. Yeah, so sense. yeah, so I was kind of in the mood to reread it, and I said to my mom, "It's one of my mom's favorite books." I'm like, I had forgotten how it ended, and it's yeah. just like it was so fun because you're like going back into it again for the first time almost. 
Yeah. So yeah, I had forgotten how it ended. I was so impressed with it. Love that book. Love it. It's incredible, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. it's, it's so, a classic. So it's like a Jane Eyre. Well, you read Jane Eyre. I read last Jane Eyre. Year. I did read it last October. Oh, you the can similarities. See it. 100% okay. you can see the similarities. And then later this month, I actually plan on reading um, The Wife Upstairs by Rachel Hawkins, which is another oh, takeoff yeah. of Jane Eyre. So eventually on my YouTube channel, I plan on doing like a um, a comparison between the three. Okay. Yeah. What yeah. do you think so far? Do you prefer Rebecca over Jane Eyre or which, which one? The Victorians love to talk. <laughs> Jane Eyre did <laughs> not need to be... 27 as hours long, long on audio. <laughs> <laughs> so I read it with Rainy from Rainy Day Reads, and she's read it before, right? It was a reread. She's like, how are you doing? And I'm like, oh my gosh, do they ever like to prattle on and on and on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I had read it physically, I don't think I would have gotten through it, to be honest. But I'm not a classics reader. There are We have a lot of friends who love classics, do we not? Oh, yeah. That's not yeah. how my brain is built. And but, they will reread those chunkers like it's nothing. Like, right? But you know, I, I have a friend someone... that rereads Wives and Daughters like every <gasps> year. And I'm like, why, girl? Why? Yeah. <laughs> there are other <laughs> books out there. <laughs> it's, you know, I get I get rereading, but like, yes, that's a long commitment Although, to want to do all the time. <laughs> you're talking to the girl who's also going to reread Outlander for the fourth time. And who has reread Gone with the Wind eight times. <laughs> this is true. I digress. <laughs> but of course I do it on audio. That's the difference, right? So like yeah. that 33 hour long audiobook is not as big of a deal, right? Yeah. Um, but there's just comfort in it. There's comfort in rereading. So yeah, so yeah. I enjoy Have you reread, like I know you love Rebecca too. Have you reread it lately in the last few years? I haven't and I need to. Um, cause it is the book that I will haul reg- I-, I want every edition that's possibly available. Yep. Of it. And like, there are some beautiful copies out there and I don't have those. I have like, I think I have one copy that's published by like Avon. It's like this mm. old brown cop. It's to me and to you, it would be gorgeous. Cause we love those like vintage the old covers. Stuff, yeah. But yeah, I just, I think that every time I read that book, I get something it's true out of it or just a different it's true. experience it's it is true. i remember reading it in eighth grade and then the, like the next i just remember thinking like is rebecca a ghost <laughs> like, yeah. are we ever gonna see rebecca <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i feel i mean i i feel like that book is a masterpiece because even though rebecca is never on the page to me she felt like the main character of oh book. she did absolutely and absolutely. that is like how did you do this yeah how did you do this yeah, um, and I, it really did spark my love of stories like that. Like I mm-hmm. will like advocate for gothic romance all day, just based off of what Daphne de Maurier did with that book. Have you read anything else by her, or just Rebecca? Oh gosh, Sarah. So she had. I read the J- Jamaica Inn. I didn't like that. I it- liked Jamaica Inn. I thought it- I liked you it. You did. I the did. I liked it. Was no, me he was out. Yes, no, but that was the point. <laughs> At least in yeah, my opinion, that it was, was too point. much for me, Sarah. But okay, fair enough. Like, fair enough. you like that intrigue and suspense and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> she has this book. And I mean, Rebecca's been my favorite for the longest, but I think this book may be neck and neck with it. It's called Frenchman's Creek. Yes. And it is so good. Now, I gotta get to some people next. aren't going to like it because technically there's cheating in it. But her husband's an idiot. <laughs> That makes it okay. Your honor, my husband was an idiot. Fair. <laughs> That's a the, the hero's a pirate, okay? He's oh, come pirate. on. Okay, I gotta read that But Daph- Daphne Damari knows how to start a book. Like, mm-hmm. in the beginning, it, it's so beautiful. Like, there, there's, you don't know who it is, but they're, like, out in the woods, like, standing next to this creek or something, and it's at night, and they're just, they say something like, I feel like I'm witnessing something that's from another time right now. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm suckered in. Where are we going? What's up? Yeah. What's happening? Next? I'm sold. And the story <laughs> goes on from there. But, and it's one of those books that there is no happy ever after. And I think that that's why I love it so much because I'm just like, what if Dona and this pirate, it could have been together, you know, yeah. like it yeah. doesn't happen. So anyway, you should I read, gotta that, read that one. Era. I'll put that one next on my list. <laughs> 
I don't think you'll love it as much as Rebecca because Rebecca is timeless. That's okay. Oh, it's so good. Now, it's not intense like Jamaica in. Yeah, that one was wow. It did have some like a little bit of a mystery kind of thing happening in it too, but it was just Mm -hmm. more like romantic, I think. Love it. Have you read anything else? Did you do My Cousin Rachel? I have not read My Cousin Rachel. I haven't either. Uh-uh. I have that. We should buddy have, read it. We should. And then mm-hmm. I have one called The King's General, I think. I oh, don't okay. Know. She yeah, also wrote The a, Birds. One of the best movies ever. I've never seen it. I know. Oh. I'll yeah, have to watch it, then I'll watch, then I'll, then I'll, uh. <laughs> read the book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <sighs> so I, okay, I read, oh my gosh, three more. Okay. Okay. I'll be quick. So I read two Heather Grahams. I read your girl Heather Graham. Okay, I read Keeper of the Night, the Keeper's LA book number one, which I had Mm -hmm. read Keeper of the Shadows a couple of months ago, which is book three. I actually loved book three more than book one, but book one felt like book one of a series, right? It just was like a really good setup. Um, But then I read The Keepers because I had the audio book and I was like messaging you and I'm like, what the hell is The Keepers? This isn't (laughs) one of the books I'm seeing. I found the um, ebook from the library. Okay. So The Keepers was the trilogy before The Keepers of LA. And I read book one from that and I loved that one. (laughs) I was like, okay, Heather Graham, I'm convinced. Right? Yeah. This one is set. So the, obviously the the next series, the Keepers in LA, is in Los An- in Los Angeles. This one is in New Orleans. Which, yes. if you're gonna talk, if you're doing paranormal romance and you want to mm-hmm. do creepy cities in America, New Orleans. And it, I don't know how much. I mean, she took, and you're more of a guru on her. But, and so I I've learned a little bit from you. Like she likes history. So there's she a lot it. of history of like people coming over to America and Mm -hmm. she I was reading it and I'm like she's really intertwining like I think actual history with Mm -hmm. paranormal stuff and how easy people could have blended in during Mm -hmm. these situations and Mm -hmm. how they would have wanted to escape what the king was doing at the time with witchcraft and out of fear and all of that stuff it was fabulous so I, Mm -hmm. I loved that one and then I finished yesterday Queen by Royal Appointment by Lucy Monroe, which is a Harlequin Presents that is coming out. And I will not say anything because we will be chatting with her soon. So there's that. It's been a good reading time. It's been a good reading time (laughs) the last few weeks, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So what are you reading now? What am I reading right now? Um, I am reading uh, my audiobook currently, because I always have an audiobook and an ebook or whatever, is Summer Nights by Susan Mallory. I've got okay. two Susan Mallory this month. Um, this is the eighth book in the Fool's Gold series. I love the Fool's Gold series. If you have not read it, if you love small town romance, read that series. Um, and then on uh, ebook, I am reading um, Tracking a Kidnapper by Valerie Hansen, which is a love-inspired suspense. It's okay. really cute. Yeah. Really For cute. Susan Mallory, like, who would you say, like, read alike? If you like this author, you'd like her. Because I feel I've, like I've... I haven't read enough to say... Oh, if you like Jill Shalvis, you'll like Susan Mallory. Like, I don't know. Susan Mallory, to me, is, I've called this, I've said this phrase before. She is one of what I call the Holy Trinity. Susan Mallory, (laughs) Susan Wiig, Cheryl Woods. (laughs) (laughs) They were my first authors once I really got into romance that I read. So if you, for Susan Mallory, if you are someone who likes, she is, I can see, reminiscent to Jill Shalvis. She is reminiscent to who else? But the thing is with her is that she tones the adult content down a few notches. It's yeah. still there and it's still on page. However, it's not to Jill Shalvis levels. Let's put like Heartbreaker Bay levels, for example. Oh, you know, like Queen Jill. <laughs> she like, definitely oh. took me by surprise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, she's a really fun author. She writes small town brilliantly. If you have read and enjoyed the, um, oh my gosh, the Lakeshore Chronicles by Susan Wiggs, you will really like the Fool's Gold series by uh, Cheryl Woods. Okay. Or Susan Mallory. See, Susan I'm getting Mallory. all confused now. Susan Mallory. I'm yep, going to look it up. Like I'm going to look it up. I, I'm, oh, there's like 20 you know, books. 
I want I want like another because I binged Lucky Harbor by Jill Shalvis in January, literally. Mm-hmm. Just they were like three hour audiobook listens. And I want another series to just kind of like binge through. Yeah. So I might look into that. Have you what read I like, the mm-hmm. Puffin Island series by Sarah Morgan? By Sarah which Morgan, I think was yes, before. I have. Yeah. Did you? I mean, because it, it was like I enjoyed it. That's where Eva and Frankie and Paige that's came right. from. Yeah. yeah. So did you like that one? I like that, that one series? a lot. There's also the series that Sarah Morgan writes, the O'Neill Brothers trilogy. The first book is called Sleigh Bells in the Snow. That okay. was my first Sarah Morgan ever, and I really like that one as well. But the good, the cool thing about the, the Fool's Gold series is that she wrote them in trilogies. So the first three books kind of go together. You get these three characters and they're really inter, you know, interacting with each other's lives. Then you get the next three books and it's about a set of triplets who you do meet in the first three books, but they're just secondary characters. So you could take them as three and three and three. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And read the series that way. Just, you know, if you're looking to binge it, kind of an idea. Kind of like um, the From Manhattan with Love series. Exactly. Exactly. I like and that. And it's the same thing, at, speaking about Heather Graham, it's the same thing Heather Graham did with the Crew of Hunter series. They're threes. You know, the, the messages that I was getting when I posted, like an Instagram story that I was reading it, they're like, well, if you like her, she has a shit ton of books in her backlist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we'll see you next year. I know. <laughs> <laughs> And seeing how they're all like right up my alley, paranormal. Right? I'm right? good. <laughs> exactly. You'll and you love those ghost hunting shows, so you will love ghost hunters. Yeah. And and I I want something paranormal, but then I do want like it's almost the summer. I want like a fun contemporary series. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. We'll see yeah. what I end up picking up. <laughs> well, we hope you all have a lovely Wednesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This Saturday, Yay! we have another fun author chat coming up. I I'm know, I can't so wait. excited. <laughs> so make sure that you check the show notes. We will yep. have links to all of the places that you can find us. I think our mm-hmm. link tree is down there, and that is like the hub of just where go you there yeah find us just go there exactly and we will have all of these books that we mentioned in the episode listed we would love to hear mm-hmm. from you let us know what you have been reading if there's something that you feel like we should read hit us yes. up and let us know absolutely absolutely or anything and you we, want to talk about anything like that because we love to talk and we talk all the time so clearly <laughs> Well, we will talk to you guys in our next episode. Have a lovely day.